0: I'm Clifford, and I'm Hannah, and this is Miles to Miles Life Podcast, where we will look into the Christian marriage,
1: break down Bible verses,
0: and share our stories from our marriage and our life experiences,
1: while having fun with each other as we spend quality time digging into these topics.
0: So we're actually going to start off today. uh, We're going to actually, we got two emails uh, from our response from last week. Which were roles and responsibilities. Yep, the roles and responsibilities. And I'm going to do the best I can to paraphrase. I'm not a good paraphraser, so I might wind up just reading verbatim. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to edit this stuff out. Come <laughs> no, on.
1: It's okay.
0: All right. So the first email I got was actually from uh, a male uh, and married has kids and everything else three kids yeah and so uh it says uh hope y'all have been doing well i have really been enjoying the podcast listening to the last podcast y'all did remind me a lot of the pre-marriage counseling my wife and i did prior to getting married one of the reasons our marriage has been successful is that we have always known what roles slash expectations have been and have been willing to adjust our roles as the chapters change in our life listening to how you both talk about your marriage and how you want to treat Hannah as your family grows it reminds me of my relationship with my wife so much, our pre-marriage counseling taught us both to be 100 and 100 and not 50/50 in our marriage. Being 100, 100 has us both all in. While we both have our roles, it doesn't mean that neither of us don't step up to help the other when the opportunity arises wishes daily. and that is absolutely correct. I don't even think marriage is 50-50. Sometimes I can't say it's 100-100 to either because Hannah may be sick or going right. through her own things, and she may not be able to give me 100%, so I have to put in a little bit extra than what she has. Now, you right. can't ever – there's no such thing as 110%. Nobody can give 110% because you don't have 110% in your body to give somebody. I always hate that. I oh, give, really? it, give it a hundred ten percent. What am I going to give you other than the hundred percent of my body? I'm going to steal something else from you know, put another joint on my body.
1: Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I think that's just an expression, because just like a hundred percent, like an expression. <laughs>
0: but that's uh, <laughs> all right, I'm, sorry to get off tangent. So I thought your talk on husbands and wife salaries was interesting, although my wife has stayed home so far since we have been married. Whether or not she ever makes more money in the future hasn't ever come across in an intimidating uh, way towards me. Recently, we have had a change that has blessed us both to stay at home. I'm sure that myself, Clifford, may be familiar with the VA disability ratings, but in March, the VA awarded me a hundred percent rating, which is amazing. Yeah, it's wow. Been, you know, I, I'm. It's it's hard. Nobody understands like the process to go through the VA to get the disability claims. Oh really? I didn't know that. It takes forever. And you got to go through so much stuff like testing and everything else and they're trying to, I mean, they're trying to do their job to make sure you're not, you know, oh, this was an actual injury before I joined the military or whatever. Oh, I see. So it's it's very uh, painstaking, but it, it's awesome. That's cool. It's yeah, very cool. Yeah, that's great. So with him getting 100% disability, it's making the decision to stop working for the time being so that he can stay at home. And, um, so they've been doing the Dave Ramsey financial plan for three years now, which has given them a the security. So now they're, they're both, they can both stay at home. He's still making money. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that either.
1: I think that's really great for the kids.
0: Yeah. No, I think it is too. Now here's my thing. And, and this is kind of what I, I sent an email back to him is we, we work to live. Number one, we don't live to work. Right. I feel like today we've gotten that mentality backwards.
1: Like we we live to work rather than the opposite. We live
0: to work, and and here's the deal. There's it. I'm called to provide. I mean, I really am called to provide for the family. At the end of the day, I need to make sure my wife is taken care of, and we have kids. Make sure the kids are taken care of, and they got a roof over their head, and they got food in their mouths, and their well being is taken care of. Lavishing stuff, a new car, uh, a pool, whatever the case may be. I'm not called to do that, but that's what we do. We keep—I call it keeping up with the Millers, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, I see. Where what you're, saying. you're constantly buying new things, or you're doing these new things. Now, mm. do we do it? Yes. Do, do we? You do it. I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yes,
0: I do, and I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. We and, be. and I don't do it because I'm trying to keep up with something I do it because I really like it. Like honestly Hannah and I put in a movie theater in, in our house. And, you know, we we put some stuff in our house that maybe we didn't need. But honestly, I've always wanted a movie theater. We don't have kids, we paid the bills, we you know, yeah. we're debt free as well. So it's like we got the money to do it. So but my, my point is there's nothing wrong with being stay at home as, as long as you're providing it. And it sounds like that's what He's yeah what a it. great
1: opportunity that's awesome
0: i think that's awesome i i would love to be able to stay at home and not have to to work and know that or i got be
1: here and earn your money yeah
0: yeah or be here and earn money in that in that sense that would be great like
1: streaming
0: yeah that will never ever happen
1: oh <laughs> don't cut yourself short <laughs> it's okay but it's thank a, you for that response by the way like that's really yeah great no too. yeah
0: dude th- thanks thanks for the uh exp- uh yeah for, for the response and that we do appreciate you guys reaching out to us um i didn't get finished the rest of the email uh, just because of time so we're actually going to read a response now and actually babe if you don't mind would you mind actually reading this one
1: yeah i can read I'm, it
0: i'm read out i feel like a, that's
1: okay yeah i, I feel like it.
0: sometimes when i read I, I feel like i'm uh like in, in grade school trying to read or something oh I and i read the kids i can read to yeah, kids, the kids so the hand is like perfect let me, let me move this side away Thanks, babe.
1: So this is from a female listener. We're not doing names, so.
0: Yeah, we're going to try to keep identities hidden.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and read this verbatim, but this is really good, too. So it says, just finished listening to your most recent podcast and wanted to send in all of our experiences with all the family dynamics you mentioned during our 10 years of marriage. So this person has been married for 10 years. So they go into a pretty heavily background. It's it's a pretty long email, I'll try to paraphrase too. Um, let's see, but I'll, I'll read the first paragraph. First, for background, I grew up with a stay-at-home mom and dad that worked. Yeah, and dad worked. You're right that the way you grow up has a lot of influence on what you end up deciding you want for yourself individually when you are an adult. For me, having a mother that only had children to focus on having control over was the worst thing for me. My home was not a loving, safe place and turned abusive and then neglectful ones. I got older and started being unable to control at about age 12. I constantly reminded my mother that she... Oh, sorry. I was constantly reminded by my mother that she gave up her whole life for me and that it was the biggest mistake of her life since I wasn't worth it and she wished I would never been born, etc. She obviously had a lot of insecurities and uh, behavior at home. And my dad's absence since he was working is what led me to forge my birth certificate to get my first job at age 14 so I could get my own groceries and whatever I needed. I worked full time every summer and break from school so that I had a safe place to be outside of my youth group. I fell in love with all the things business administration and knew I always wanted to work so I could give myself all the things I needed. See, to me, that makes sense, especially in a home environment like that, where it was a stay-at-home mom, but obviously it wasn't a positive, safe environment, so I could see why yeah. this person decided to live a different life. Yeah. So this is when she got married. Um, when she got married, her husband was living with his parents to help with um, a previous child from a relationship that he had, and this person felt so burned out that she... Ended up their first three years of marriage not working because she had to work to basic support herself her whole life. It sounds like, um, but she got to actually be involved with her new stepson. Right? Was it stepson? Yes, yeah,
0: stepson.
1: Stepson's life. Actually, come into a role of wife and daughter. So that's pretty cool. So it kind of has that mimicking of I'm staying at home, even though we're living with my in laws, but yeah. I'm actually becoming a wife and mother. Let's see. But obviously, sharing space with in-laws shouldn't be permanent, and the only way we could do that is if I started working, which I can only do part-time as someone needed to shuffle my son around when he was with us. We moved into our first apartment after that four years into our marriage. When I was working part-time, I still mostly handled all of the house duties, but my husband always helped me with dishes because I didn't like that chore. Amen to that. Clever is one who does the dishes here. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. I know. I've just like totally dropped the ball on that one. I was just like, I, oh, he does, not
0: No, it's okay. I think it's fine. I I try to do the best I can to help out when I can't. Oh, well, you, I think like, you do a lot yeah. more than just help out. Well, I just, you know, I like to just make sure things are taken care of. I like to make sure you're taken care of, so.
1: And I'm very well taken care of, for sure. Okay, let's keep going. After my father-in-law retired, we had a chauffeur for my son, and I could go back to work full-time, which would allow us to get a second card. That we could both get to work. We shared one car for five years, but with my skill set, I had trouble finding a job I wanted in in Taylor. My husband was working at HEB in Taylor during this time. Me being able to go back to work full-time was perfect timing because my husband lost his job less than a year after that. He had a period of unemployment, but we were able to manage because I was making more money than he was after his child support deductions. This required another adjustment as I was communicating about an hour for work each way and wouldn't get home to be able to do all the things I had become become accustomed to doing and I felt bad for not being able to contribute. Thankfully, my husband was able to get some side jobs to help supplement income and eventually got his first job in construction, which opened the door for him to move up into management, which where he is now. So it looks like they're just continuing, and I'm going to paraphrase because it is still kind of lengthy, but it says their dynamic has been different with, I guess, her husband being a single father and then trying to figure out roles. So it's like a blended family. So I can see why it'd be hard to figure out roles and responsibilities, but it looks like both of them shared. Like at one period, she was a stay-at-home mom and then they shared the, she worked part-time and then she worked full-time. So it looks like they're really sharing the load. So I think these, what these emails say to me is that there's so many complexities in life that shape us through time. So it's never our roles and responsibilities. I feel like through just these examples, are constantly changing.
0: Yeah, well, and that's why when we decided to talk about this podcast episode for the last one, it's hard to sit here and say, well, this is how things should be. This is how things should be done. Because everybody's in a different situation. And, and what I feel like that's coming across as me sitting here telling people how they need to live their life. And that's not what I want to do in this show. I don't want to sit here and tell people how to live right. their life. All I can do is say, this is what we do. This is how we do things. This is how we figure things out. Right. Life, right? Life podcast. Mm-hmm. And and people can take it or leave it as, as whatever they want. It's not me to tell people how to live their life or what they should do. I think it's great. I honestly, I don't think that I could be a stay-at-home dad if I had to be completely honest. I just, there's a lot that I can do. But knowing me, I would do everything and get it done within a week. I think it would last me about a week. And I would get everything done in this house that I would want to have done.
1: Yeah. And then I
0: would be like, what am I going to do? bored out of your mind. I I just, I really think I would be pretty bored out of my mind. And it's just, you know, that's why I want to work. Now, I also don't agree with living. I don't agree with living to work. And that's why we moved out here. Remember, I just, I told you I just did not see that I could be a family man where I was at and, and be successful. And I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like had some coffee something. And so I, I have to find that balance in, in, in what I want to do. Right. But we're all different. As long as, in, at the end of the day, like I said, this as, as long as everybody's being taken care of, then that's fine. However you do it, that's fine. Now, maybe not doing things, the shady way of doing things, but you know.
1: Well, and the reason I think I want to talk about roles and responsibilities is because I grew up in, um, a Christian evangelical church system. And so these are just my views, what I grew up believing. I'm not saying that it was one specific church. I think it was just like a collective view that it's almost like I was told growing up that a marriage should be like this. Yeah. Based on what the Bible says. And I'm talking about roles and responsibilities, not necessarily attitudes and things like that. Because I feel like the Bible, if you really dig into it, is more egalitarian, like balanced and equal um than what maybe the secular world believes but I think that was important it's really cool to see these two listeners sharing about their lives and marriages because it's clear that there's no one size fits all and that life is so complex that roles are constantly changing and I think that's a good reminder because if we're giving messages like that as Christians that we need to be X, Y, and Z it can almost come across condemning to the people who really don't have that option.
0: Well and, and you hit the nail on the head in my opinion we all sit here and think the Bible is one size fits all. That's how we 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 talk about the Bible. Every this passage is, is what applies to this in everyday life. But sometimes that's not the case. The I Bible agree. is not one size fits all.
1: I think there's a lot of gray area that people don't want to admit. There's because I don't know. I, you could use almost the Bible to justify anything. It's so important to really dig into context and, and, and actually, original read, language. It, well, yeah. and, and that's
0: why you know. We listened to uh, an Audible book called Reading Scripture with Western Eyes. And it talks about how we, you know, in our nation, we interpret the Bible, but we don't come to understand the actual uh, time frame and, and culture yes. and, and everything that how, when it was written and how exactly that how they
1: how they did things in their culture that was different from ours. We are like, because since we don't know that and it's not explicitly in the Bible that, oh, this is what was like in the culture. This is how they taught right from wrong yeah. or this is how they convicted people and stuff. We don't impress. We yeah. impress our own.
0: Well, that's right. That. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I'm knocking the Bible or anything. And I'm not, I'm really, I'm not. I am really i do not think you are. I just, I want to make sure that we have an understanding that it is not a one size fiddle. Every scripture, the scripture that May apply to this situation for this person. May not apply that situation for somebody like me. It just may not be that case, and it's okay. It is okay. It's a great thing to turn to to get. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like I'm having a brain fart so bad right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's something that too some- much coffee. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that sometimes I just turn to it just to turn to it. I may be feeling. Anxious about something, but I may not read passages about being anxious. I may just read passages of something else, really. Yeah, just to calm that. Like I don't, I don't know. Like it's it's a great thing to turn to to understand and everything else. And we, I really want to dig more into. Uh, I really want to dig more into it, like right. more into the Bible. And actually, I think next week. Uh, and I'm getting ahead of myself, but next week I want to. I want to actually look into. Uh, the Christian marriage. I want to look at the evolution of marriage.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I actually That'd have been be trying good. to dig into the Bible about what marriage looked like during that time and everything. But anyways, thank you guys for sending the emails. That was yes. awesome. Thank um, you. Um, we, we've definitely been trying to look at the, you know, now that we know people are listening and sending us emails, we're going to try to, Read them. Respond. We'll do a better job at trying to read them off during our podcast. I think we did episodes. great. And if you guys don't mind, when you guys send us an email, let us know, like, hey, if you guys give us the consent to read these off and everything else, we, yeah. I, I would appreciate it because I don't want to, I don't want to share something that you know is personal business to somebody, and you right. guys don't want us to read it off, and so, um, yeah.
1: So, moving on. Today's topic is. The three most important things in marriage.
0: So what we're... Uh, <laughs> we don't have... I, you know, I I have a sound deck that I use for my streaming when I play games. Uh-huh. And I wish I like... I wish there was a way to get it into this so that I could like hit... Hit
1: it and hit then the it could button be...
0: button and it would play in...
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> that would be so cool. I'm sure you can figure it out. I'll
0: figure it out. I've actually got... I, I don't... I'm, I'm sorry to get more off topic, but I've actually started streaming games and I've really got into it enough that it's like I'm like editing videos and doing intros and all yeah. these other things. And actually, I would, I would actually like to take a poll from you guys if you guys would like to let us know. I've actually thought about maybe... Doing our our podcast on on streaming service like Twitch and streaming, where they can see us, they can see us. Oh man! And they can actually see us, and they can chat real time. That's the cool thing about streaming oh, is yeah. they can chat real time, and we can talk through things as we're seeing it. And I think we can still stream it to podcasts. Or sorry stream it to podcast. we can still stream it to like <laughs> Spotify and all these other things.
1: Oh, wow. um,
0: so if you guys would like to see that, uh, please send us, uh, an email and let us know. I'm, I'm like looking it up. I've actually, I got like a video camera set up. I got like a, a freaking, like, I got the setup over here at yeah. our house. Like literally I got buttons to push. I got everything. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so three things. What what are your three? So, so we, and I'm sorry, to interrupt going people. back to
1: the topic. <laughs>
0: so I don't want to know. So we actually didn't talk about this. Hannah just said, "Hey, what are three things in the marriage that are important?" Yeah, to you. And yes. we didn't talk about this. So this no. is actually my first time hearing it. It's her first time hearing it for me. So yes,
1: I think that was important because it could. I mean, anyone can answer this, however way they think and stuff. But the three most important things in a marriage is for me commitment. Trust and intimacy.
0: Commitment, trust, and intimacy.
1: Yes. Because without commitment, I feel like there isn't any trust. And without trust, you can't really build intimacy.
0: Oh, Boom. So, so my. Boom. So do you <laughs> yeah. want to like go into those three or do you want me to tell you? No, I'd
1: like to hear yours and then we could dive into it.
0: Okay. Because I really want to dive into mine. So like, I feel like if I'm going to share my three, I'm going to like really dive into why those three.
1: Well, mine was just, you know, straight to the point.
0: It's like I just a, said it. It's <laughs> commitment.
1: Without commitment, <laughs> you can't build. <laughs> there isn't trust. And without trust, you can't build intimacy.
0: So it's it's funny because trust was my number two as well. But it was a close number one. Okay, wait. just So I had communication. Oh. Trust. And I had grace.
1: Wow. Look at you go.
0: So my thing was... So trust and communication were both number one to me, in my opinion. Communication is super important. You can make a, a good day turn bad with communication. You can well, make that's for sure. a bad day turn good with communication. Yep. Well, you or can, you
1: could fix a bad day with communication. Yeah,
0: you can communication I think is, is key to to a marriage. I think it's 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 sometimes I have to shut up and let Hannah talk and Actually, hear what she has to say because I I am a fixer. I'm a doer. I'm a you know if if something is wrong, I want to fix it. And we learned in our marriage that I need to shut up and just listen to what she has to say, and I can't fix it.
1: Yeah, because I think one thing for me is a pattern of yours. Not all the time, but when you get defensive, man, that that was hard for me. At oh first. yeah, like and that's
0: the thing I have to sit here and and realize is. Not go in the defense. Because when you go in the defense, what you do then is you figure out a way to attack back into the offense. That's what you do when you go in the defense. Right. You, you don't listen. You don't sit here and just take a step back and listen and, and hear what the other person has to say. You're just waiting for them to finish so you can get your response back.
1: Well, then it becomes a win-lose. Like exactly. I'm, I'm fighting to win when I'm like, I'm just talking and telling you this. For the sake of our relationship, exactly, that you know it's and that's why on. I sit
0: here and say that I had to tell myself to shut up and listen mm-hmm. to what you you were saying and not get so defensive about it. Because if if I was getting defensive, I was just I wasn't listening to what you were saying. I was just waiting for my attack. I'm waiting for like yeah. I'm gonna say this.
1: I gotta say you've really improved our marriage. I think that's really helped a lot in the way that we well, process things. So that's why
0: like, I put communication. I, I it was a, it was a tie really between communication and trust, but I put trust behind communication. Because I do think communication is huge. Now, on trust, trust is a great thing to have. And it's something that... You, it's not gained overnight. No. You and I didn't have trust in each other when we first probably started. Like, oh, we no. started talking, right? We were just strangers. But then we started dating and we started gaining that trust. Once we got that trust enough that, you know, we could trust each other, yeah. we got engaged. And and so, the reason why... I. I kind of have trust in, in communication up there and trust is second is because when you can get, when you get the trust and, and we gain each other's trust, it makes going through the marriage pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It makes, it makes the marriage good. But the reason why I have it as kind of almost number one is because when you break that trust, yep. it is the hardest thing to gain back. Yeah. And I, and, I and I'm just going to use an example. If I cheated on Hannah. Oh gosh. I'm sorry. Don't like, break don't, tears to my Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If I cheated on Hannah and Hannah could forgive me, she could forgive me.
1: That's true, and we
0: can still work through our marriage. But Hannah will not trust me.
1: Thank you for bringing that up.
0: And with that being said, so important. I like that is a huge thing because when Hannah doesn't trust me, guess what? If I sit here and say, "Oh, well, I'm going to stay and work late," Hannah's going to sit there and be like, "Well, is he actually working late, or is he out? You know, yeah, doing this." I can sit here and say, him hey, to go hang out with guys. Well, is he actually hanging out with the guys or is he doing this? And what that turns into is Hannah monitoring me and treating me like a child. And it's not like in a bad way. I'm not sitting there saying it's in a bad way. I put myself in that spot. Well, I'm like telling a scenario like I did this. I haven't done this. <laughs> I'm like, well, I did it to myself. Oh. I'm mad by Well, honestly, you but, could actually probably use a personal anecdote, but
1: that's well, up
0: to you. I'm I'm just saying like that's that's what would happen. And I would have to be understanding. The only reason why I'm not using my past experiences because I've actually read books about where the husband cheats and he gets upset because, like, his wife is monitoring his phone and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, well, you put yourself there.
1: Yeah. You did this to yourself. It's a natural consequence.
0: That's the only reason why I'm saying it in that aspect because it's like, you did it. You did that. You put yourself in that spot. Don't sit here and act like, oh, well, she's treating me like a child. Well, cool. Don't do
1: that. that, Yeah, and I understand. And I'm so happy that you brought up that point because for me specifically, I grew up believing that forgiveness was trust. I didn't have anyone explain to me that forgiveness does not mean you trust someone. So it's like I've heard people who are like, oh, well, I should just forgive them. Or if you've been in abusive situations or something like that. It's like, you can forgive someone. I didn't grow up with healthy boundaries. So it's like, okay, it's almost like, okay, I just forgive you. So I'm just going to allow you to do a, like, have no boundaries. And basically things keep going. It's almost like enabling rather than just saying yeah. forgiving and rather holding someone accountable no, I agree. at that point. So I think it's so important to say I can forgive someone, but that trust is not there. And exactly. I don't know if I can trust this person again.
0: Exactly. hundred percent. In that case situation. Exactly. One hundred and ten percent. That's where I'm at. And that's why,
1: yeah, trust is very important in relationships. And that's why, yeah,
0: so I had it as, it it was a tie between number one and two, but it's like when you have the trust, it's not, it's there. So like you and I, you know, we trust each other. We haven't had a situation where we, you know, I lost your trust or you lost my trust. And that's why I said communication. Well, not
1: in that case scenario, but you know, in just relationship dynamics, the way that you speak to each other, the way that you treat each other can break yeah, down correct. slowly trust in a relationship. Yeah, correct. But so like, we treat each other with respect.
0: So, so with that being said, and, and this is why it kind of ties with communication is if Hannah, it was, if there's something that I did wrong and Hannah wanted to come to me and tell me that this is something that I did wrong and how she felt about it and I got upset by it. I get upset in that response to her. She then does not have trust that she can come to me and tell me these things, and yes. she's going to bottle it up. So, so that's good. why I have communication and trust. as number one. And two. Okay,
1: that's good. Yeah, see? I can see that. Yeah, that's great.
0: Bada bing, bada boom.
1: Okay, what about your third one?
0: So my third one was grace, and the only, and I was like, man, the third one was actually the hardest one. I don't know. Was it hard for you? No. But you're just like intimacy.
1: You're just like yeah. to I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Emotional intimacy. <laughs>
1: We could dive into that later, what intimacy is. Obviously, it's all-encompassing on all a lot of
0: funny, things <laughs> So we I, – I, I think I said grace, and it was hard for me actually to actually kind of pick because I was like, there's, there's a bunch of other things. And the only reason why I picked grace was I was just thinking about us and our relationship as we grew and understanding that we came from two different spectrums, two different ends of the spectrum, two different lifestyles, two different cultures, two different ethnicities, the the it goes on and on like states everything we came from two different sides of things and I had to have grace and understanding in, in the life that you grew up in and understand how you did things and a lot of times I think when it's funny that we go into a marriage we I feel like we would fight with our spouse like our friends can do something to us and we would be okay with it. But then your spouse does that same thing to you. And then you're like, oh, you're like because you don't like when your friends do it. But you're just like, you know, just trying to keep the friendship. But then when your spouse does it, you're just like, "Bah!" you know, you're just upset by it. Is that?
1: I can see what you're saying. And I hear what you're saying. Um, my thing, though, that I'd like to bring up, I think I have a hard time with grace. And this is why. I grew up in a very codependent home and I grew up in a very enabling home. And so I didn't grow up with very healthy boundaries and respect for myself because respect for me was not modeled in my house.
0: Yeah.
1: It wasn't always like that. I have really good memories, so I don't want... So what I was going to say is that I think it's very important to know healthy boundaries in your marriage because you don't want to continually enable bad behavior, especially if it starts to become hurtful or abusive. And that's where I think I have a hard time with grace because it's like, okay, when do I just choose to let something go? Because maybe he's just hungry and tired and stuff. Or when is it inappropriate and I need to say something and say, hey, I actually don't like how you talk to me like that. Can we try to think of something? Does that make sense? Because we can preach grace so much that it's like, okay, what? Like to maybe like people in marriages where they're being verbally abused emotionally abused but it's like just pray for that person and honestly I think there needs to be boundaries there's need to be oh, yeah. accountability and conversations not just well I'm just suffering for Jesus because yeah. I know a lot of people out there who believe that like I'm somehow getting closer to God by not really in my opinion prayer is something but to not put healthy boundaries think, and protect yourself from bad behavior I
0: think for me though when I'm talking grace and, and having understanding in grace is that it's more of you're not perfect. Oh, I see. You're not a perfect woman. I'm sorry. You're not. A, you're not, babe. I'm. I'm sorry that I have to be the one to tell you this. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> I'm not I'm a
0: perfect kidding. husband. I'm not a perfect man. I'm gonna no, make no mistakes. Yeah, no one's perfect. But I feel like sometimes in a, in a marriage or something, we we forget that. I think we get in a marriage and we sit here and think, oh, well, this person should be perfect.
1: Or maybe not perfect. Maybe they just have expectations. Ex-
0: expectations. And it's like, anticipate not my needs. Why are you not doing this because I expected this to be done? Or right. whatever that case may be. But it's not... I understand what you're saying about, about you know, grace and, and that aspect of things. And it's not, oh, well, this person abused me. i got to have given grace. No. Exactly. Well, I, I say that
1: because like, that's probably a little bit more common than we think. And I just want to be able to acknowledge those listeners. Yeah.
0: No. Mine has... My thing is not to do is like Hannah is going to beat me and then I'm going to give her grace for beating me and right. you know, try to keep
1: not me. call the cops or anything, you know, yeah. I'm going to give her no. grace. And that's not, that's
0: not my, my, my thing when I'm talking about grace is like, sometimes I think we need to take a step back and have an understanding and look at our spouse and realize They didn't grow up like us. They didn't come from the same background that maybe I came from. You can even come from the same background, same ethnicity and everything else, but your values, your lifestyles, everything's not going to be the same and it's okay. Yeah. So have that understanding. So 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 what about your intimacy? Tell me about the intimacy part.
1: Sure. I think intimacy is so important because I think there's emotional intimacy and physical intimacy is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to have friendship, have physical intimacy, because I think those are the benefits of having a good relationship, if that makes sense, that emotional intimacy that leads into physical intimacy, because I don't think physical intimacy in and of itself can keep a marriage. No. Emotional intimacy, to be able to talk to one another, to share life together, to be able to laugh together. To be able to do stuff together and fostering that throughout a marriage is super important because then it kind of reflects maybe the physical intimacy that you two might share because men and women are so different when it comes to physical intimacy.
0: Yeah, but see, here's where I I kind of in my opinion, in, in I'm sorry, in what you say in the physical intimacy part. But if I, what would you call me holding your hand in public? Would Affection. You, would you call it physical intimacy or would you call it emotional intimacy? Maybe both. Because I'm touching you, right? Yeah. So
1: that's a good question.
0: So, and
1: I guess I haven't really thought. I maybe both. Yeah. Just uh, like.
0: What about us cuddling on the couch?
1: That's affection. And that's physical intimacy. Yeah.
0: yeah I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm just saying, like, I don't. I, I understand what you're. What's saying. What's your point? Well, because you said, I think what you're meaning by physical intimacy, and I feel like what you're taking sex. By it is sex. Yeah. Sex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're very comfortable with that word here. <laughs> <Just kidding.
0: laughs> we are that I'm laughing like a little school girl. Oh, Why do you say school girl? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I think that's what I kind of feel like you're leaning in towards. But physical intimacy is not just that. I, think, I said
1: intimacy.
0: What did I say? Physical intimacy. That's yeah, but you,
1: you're saying that you think I mean physical, which I think that's a part of it. But I know emotional intimacy is a bigger part of it in my opinion.
0: But I think agree that or disagree. I I I don't know. Because here's where I'm at though, because I think if I didn't show some physical intimacy towards you, let's say I didn't hold affection. You, intimacy. Holding your hand, I still think that's, that's
1: affection means it's not leading to it's affectionate. It's not leading to
0: You don't think that if I was cuddling you on the couch? Do you don't think that would be physical intimacy? I do. Okay.
1: But it's affection. It's affection, which is a physical intimacy. I'm saying
0: that if I didn't show you any of that physicalness. Any be, affection,
1: I would be really sad.
0: Do you think Do, I, do you I think that, that would affect our... Do you think that if I gave you the emotional intimacy that you would be okay with that? Just that? I mean, no. I want both. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. That's
1: why I'm like, I, I know you're leading me somewhere. I just don't know where you're leading me. I think both is important. To the
0: water and hole. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, a horse? <laughs> no, I just I I think it's, it's funny because we talk about physical intimacy and emotional intimacy and everything else, and I somehow think both are they, important. It is. They both are. And so I think what I was trying to lead to is just the fact that it's like there is a balance in that, in my opinion. Okay. Because you, we could, you know, some women can sit there and say, well, I, I'm I prefer emotional intimacy, in a for me, as a guy, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just focus on my effort on that. But then I'm not giving her the the physical intimacy, and because I'm focusing my effort on the emotional side of things, well, then she's not getting physical intimacy now, or not getting what she's wanting.
1: I feel like that's interesting that you're car- compartmentalizing it.
0: I don't. Think, it's not that I'm trying to car. Com- Compartmentalize. That was so cute. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Compartmentalize. Like, okay, I'm focusing all here, so I'm neglecting something else. Well,
0: I think that's what we do as guys, though, because we have. Oh, interesting. I think that it's it's not. I wouldn't say it's not a balance for us, but it's one of those things where we put our effort into something, and we can put effort into both things. But if I'm putting, if I feel like I'm putting effort into emotional intimacy and physical intimacy, and you come back and say. I'm not giving you enough emotional intimacy. Guess what I'm going to pull from. I'm going to pull from the physical intimacy and give to the emotional intimacy.
1: Interesting. You okay. know,
0: and that's what I, I feel like we, we, because it's resources, right? I'm a hundred percent. We just talked about this. I only have a hundred percent of myself to give, I don't have 110 percent. So if I'm doing 50 50, right. And you say, Hey, this one's more, I'm feeling like I'm not getting more out of this, then I'm going to maybe go. 25, 75.
1: Oh, okay. I can see that. And,
0: and go that route.
1: Oh, I'm not they're saying that at all,
0: I'm just going to cut this off, but I'm saying if you take from one and add to the other, you think, let's just say you're an emotional intimacy type person, and you tell me this, I give 75, 25, would you feel more neglected than on the physical side?
1: I guess that would just depend. That's why I, communication yeah. is so important. Because I think we have to be so specific in cases where we feel like that. Because women, I think, as a woman, I'll speak for myself. Sorry, all women. I won't speak for y'all. But me as a woman, because I want to share my heart and I generalize and I just say how I feel in that moment, it doesn't necessarily mean that I feel that way that it's been happening a long time. Maybe something happened that day to where I just feel like hurt or neglected or feel like we're not connecting emotionally. And then you're probably sitting there like, I've been doing, I got her flowers this week. I've been doing A, B, and C for her this whole week, and then I'm like, I'm like sad or tearing because I felt something that day. I think that's where it's sometimes hard because it's like I have to remember, like, okay, I have to be specific, say what I want, and just tell them, okay, this isn't like this is what you've done that's like I love and appreciate, but just today, so that you're not thinking I'm not doing anything right. I've been doing all this stuff and it's not being acknowledged. I think that's so important.
0: Well, I think that was just something that you and I learned too because I was, I, you know, I showed my affection by doing things, you know.
1: Yeah. By, that was hard for me at first. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah. Cause I was, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm a doer. I, I, I'm one of those people. It's like for me to show my appreciation to people is to do things for them, you know, help yeah, them. Yeah. So when, like, you know, somebody's working on their house, something, whatever, I like to be there to help them out. Like, that's my way of, I don't know the word I'm looking for. But... Uh, it's um acts of service. Acts of service. Thank
1: you. And I am 100% not like that. Yeah. I am nowhere near that. And I feel so bad because mine is like affection. I'm like so handsy. And I love words of affirmation. Why are you <laughs> looking at me like that when I said so handsy? To my husband. <laughs> to my husband. <laughs> Everybody's
0: just like, what?
1: i'm affectionate towards my husband and i love sharing all these words and like giving him time and attention like my complete focus and usually that's kind of how i kind of like to be and i would say i mean honestly i'm like i think we're doing really good because before i think that was like a
0: it was a a little bit of strain and
1: then i mean you've been a lot more affectionate since we i think first got married and we started kind of meshing into our marriage and figuring out each other and learning more about each other. Yeah. I think we're doing really well. Yeah. I feel really good.
0: Yeah. So, um, I think that's pretty much the time we got for today. So, uh, like I said, I think next week I want, and so i um, let me backtrack a few more steps for you guys. So we've been having an issue trying to have an understanding on when we want to do, do the, the, the podcast episodes and doing it during the week. And as we're, we're actually looking to get involved with a, a church that we actually used to go to before we, we moved. Um, and so I know as, as we start trying to get more involved in, in with them, we want to have a time during the week that we can actually set aside to put to this, because we really do want to put like our effort into it. We really do, you know, Getting those emails, like, gave me a, a hitch in my giddy-up. It's like, oh, great. Like, some people are li- li- it's, it's awesome when people tell me that they're listening and they're hearing Oh, that.
1: yeah, that's great.
0: And it's, like, it's it's cool because, it's like...
1: Very encouraging.
0: We don't come in... Just, like, streaming. I, I started video game streaming. I don't care if I make a dime off of it. I just do it because it's fun. I'm doing this because it's fun to do with my wife. It's something that her and I get to do together. Yeah. And ultimately, the end goal is to reach out to one person and maybe change their life in one way or another. That's it. That's it. I don't care if, if, that's, it's a, if that's what we do. One person listens and, and that changes their life. I I hit my goal. I hit my goal for the day.
1: Or to learn something new. Or
0: learn something because new.
1: Because of you guys and what you want to share with us in our email. It's like, wow. So
0: we want to put the time and effort into it. So actually, we're going to start do, making the podcast episodes on Saturday morning. We decided okay no working out no cleaning no nothing else we're gonna do this on saturday morning after we eat or walk the dogs and whatever and and this is what we're doing now so next saturday and i'm not sure and then just like you guys know hannah actually sits here and does all and i'm very appreciative of her for doing it because she's for me i would rather just publish it and just throw it out there as is but hannah wants to be very thorough and professional about it which is awesome Thank you, babe. So she actually goes through and she cuts out all the ums and everything that and I and
1: no his phrases don't say know.
0: it because the no because if you say it, everyone's gonna start hearing. Oh my gosh!
1: But I I usually <laughs> that take, out. I no, I usually take them out. No, I usually take them out. I usually take them out. Oh my
0: gosh! So you know. <laughs> so Hannah goes through and she has to edit everything out. So it that takes time and everything else so we decided to do saturdays and next week we're going to talk about i really want to start diving what i really want to dive into is the evolution of i don't want to say the christian marriage but i want to say the evolution of marriage in general marriage in general from and i've been trying to uh read stuff in the bible kind of like how they did marriages in the bible and understand to where and what i'm calling it is the legalism or the statism of what we have in marriage today and what i mean by that is signing a marriage certificate you know, having to go to court to apply for a marriage license, all this other stuff that I feel like is a, a statism or a legalism of marriage and um, spending money, uh, a crap ton of money on your on your wedding ceremony, all this other stuff and understanding how do we get to that point?
1: That'd be interesting, yeah. How do yeah.
0: we get to where we are today in that? So that's our uh, episode for next week. Again, if you guys don't mind, I don't know how to do a poll system. But if you guys send us an email, it's uh, miles to miles live at outlook.com and let us know because we can we can do it off a of Twitch. I can make a, a twitch profile and everything for our podcast. I am going to look it up to see if we can stream to Spotify or other, um, I don't know we call it, media audio services and stuff like we do now with this. And if we can, I, I'd like to maybe see if you guys would want us to do that because then we can go live on Saturdays. You guys can actually give us the. We have a chat in there, so we can actually see it. We can we can respond back. Just tell me what you guys think. If that's what you guys you know want us to do. If you guys have anything on the episodes that we have talked about, and you guys want to give your opinion or you know reach out to us in that way. Again, miles to miles life at outlook.com, and we'll respond back. Let us know if you guys are okay with us using it on our show. Um, if not, just hey. Just keep it between us or whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I we'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to hear from the people that we're here talking to. And so I hope you guys have a good weekend, and we'll see you guys next time. This is Miles to Miles Life Podcast. Have a good day.
1: Bye.